If you're a man with a successful career or your own business, but you haven't been able to find the right girlfriend or life partner, then this video is for you. Today we're going to talk about why money is not enough to get a better social life and to find the right one. I'm going to talk you through a logical sequence of five steps that'll explain to you why it isn't enough and then I'll elaborate the greater context and then I'll tell you what you should be doing instead. First of all, you have to understand the base premise is that human beings make emotional decisions and women in particular. We think we are so logically driven and certain things we do in life are absolutely and undeniably logically, but most things are actually quite emotional. That's the first point. Number two, women want to be with a man who makes them feel like they're in the presence of an alpha male, not just logically on paper be with, but feel like it. They have a deep biological instinct, a deep biological desire to be with someone who makes them feel like that. Number three, therefore, when it comes to attraction as opposed to retention, you have to act the way an alpha male would to make her feel the way an alpha male does. And by the way, for those of you who have a problem with the terminology alpha male, that's just a biological term. I'm not thinking of a guy who's mega shredded, goes to the gym seven days a week, who's too muscular to scratch his own ass. That's not the image that comes to mind when I think of alpha male. Think of it in terms of pure biology. There is the one alpha of the tribe. That's the idea. Number four, part of that is her finding things out about your actual character or your life, certain status indicators, like your financial situation, your relationships, your health, your emotional availability, your kindness, your generosity, and your overall problem-solving competence. But a much bigger part is her feeling emotions of arousal in you. You being perceived as confident by her. You being a leader. You being a protector and you being desired by women. These things are even more important than the logical checklist of things that objectively make you that top 5%, top 10%, top 1%, top 0-1% kind of a man. Now here's the problem. Since you can't just tell her that you are these things, hey, excuse me, by the way. Sarah, I just want to let you know, I'm a protector of men. Many women want to be with me, by the way. I'm, after this, I'm going to go on another date. I have three more dates lined up this week. Um, very rich, by the way. You can see why that wouldn't work. One, it's just weird. Second, it's absolutely try-hard. And if you come across as bragging or try-hard, then she immediately rightfully concludes that you must not have a lot of options available. Because if you had a lot of options available, you wouldn't be trying so hard. And not having a lot of options available means you're not desired by a lot of women, which in turn means you couldn't possibly be the alpha male because the alpha male already has a lot of options available to him. So why would you want to be with a man who's not desired by other women? As weird as this sounds, this is deeply anchored in her brain. So what are you going to do? You have to learn to communicate in a way that implicitly lets her know that you are that type of a man. And I can tell you from experience over the years of working with some very wealthy clients, I got some clients who are just 
managers in certain companies who are doing fairly well or business owners or people who have a partial ownership in certain companies who are extraordinarily well off and men who are in those positions who have worked very, very hard over many years to get there. They're usually very proud of that, as you should be if you fall into that category. But the problem is that you sometimes talk to her about your achievements in a braggy way. You lead with money. Let's go to this very fancy restaurant. Let me treat you. Oh, it's no problem. I was traveling. Everything was so cheap. Not a problem. That's braggy. That's try hard. You lead with money. And what happens then is you put yourself in the provider category. And even though, yes, you want to be a provider for her, in the retention phase, later on, in the attraction phase, you want to be the fun, charismatic guy that she's attracted to. Because attraction comes first. Connection comes second. Attraction comes first, connection comes second. You can and you absolutely should provide for your girlfriend, wife, and life partner. And as a man, if you go on a date, absolutely you should pay for drinks. Doesn't mean you should go for a fancy restaurant. You can take care of logistical costs. That's no problem. But the more you lead with money, the more bragging and try hard you come across, the more it reduces your value. Or she puts you in a provider category, which is going to have a whole host of other undesirable consequences that you don't want to suffer. So... What should you do? You're going to lead with emotions. Leave logic behind. Understand, learn, and study the dynamics of what actually attract women. You have to communicate your personality in an authentic and in an effective way. Yes, I understand you're proud of the achievements you have. And absolutely, you can talk to her about what you're doing at work. But don't talk to her about it in a braggy way. Tell her about things that you're excited about. There's this project we're working on. We're going to be doing this. We're expanding operations here. Blah, blah, blah. I had this one manager. I had to fire him because he was the biggest fucking pain in the ass. Make it fun. Make it entertaining. Don't just brag. One of the <clears throat> most important tasks I have, other than keeping my wealthy clients out of relationships with uh, gold diggers, is helping them not have the right kind of women lose interest in them because they lead with the wrong things. You should be proud of what you have achieved. But leading with finances, bragging, or doing the exact opposite, which I've seen, which is being too shy and not talking about it at all doesn't help you. That's the funny thing. A lot of these men that I work with, you'd think they're super confident around women. They're not. And you've probably realized that you're very confident in a business environment, in a professional environment, no problem at all. But eh, there's areas to improve, of course. But overall, you feel fairly confident. But when it comes to women, are you able to walk up to her and approach her in a bar or nightclub? Maybe you're somebody who hates bars and nightclubs. Absolutely fine. Are you able to approach her when you see her in a shopping mall? How can you possibly call yourself a man if you don't even have the ability or skill set or confidence to walk up to a beautiful woman who could be your future wife, life partner, or mother of your children? And I don't blame you. It used to be the exact same thing for me. We are not taught how to meet women. We are not taught how to introduce ourselves in a respectful way. None of this pickup artist nonsense but simply introduce ourselves and make her the offer to apply for the position of a girlfriend or life partner. We haven't been taught that because we don't have male role models. And chances are, if you're watching this video right now, if you're already thinking about applying for a free initial consultation call, that you haven't had a strong male role model in this area or you've had too strong a male role model that fucked with your self-esteem a little bit. And my father as intelligent and genius as he is, 
was never amazing in this area. He was married to my mother. They got a divorce when I believe I was 16 years old, which I'm very happy about because they were both suffering a lot. He, like most other men, stumbled into the relationship with my mother. Most men, they meet their girlfriend, life partner or wife by accident. And let me tell you something, John. The probability that you're going to end up alone is very small. The real danger, if there is one for you, is that you're going to end up with the wrong person. You are in a position where you're not going to end up alone. But what's going to happen is you're going to be sick of closing the laptop after a long day of working from home. You're going to come home after business travels just to find the apartment or the house completely empty. Like, you know what? I should hit up Sarah my ex from two years ago. Oh, this this neighbor. She amazing. Ah. Overall, personality, intelligence, looks all taken together. She may be a six and a half or seven out of 10. That's fine. But let me tell you the difference a seven out of 10 relationship versus a nine out of 10 relationship makes. My ex-wife, who I met completely by accident, I wasn't even that physically attracted to her. Our values weren't aligned. Our personalities weren't compatible. She was fairly insecure, which led to her trying to work with control a lot. She's not a bad person at all, but she was trying to control things. She was very insecure. So there were certain toxic traits. And I suffered a lot in that relationship. And I don't say that to get compassion whatsoever. I don't want any pity from you whatsoever. But I'm saying that because there's a lot of men who can relate to that. And I was driven down to the deepest depths of emotional hell where I didn't even realize what was wrong with me. I felt so bad and I didn't even realize that the biggest source of my emotional suffering was having the wrong intimate partner. Tony Robbins, who's arguably the best business life performance coach, whatever, multi-billionaire, he says, it doesn't matter how successful you are in business. If you're not happy in your intimate relationship, you're not Happy. And this is somebody who places a huge amount of emphasis on business success, career success, health. He says intimate relationships are the number one thing. And science is absolutely and utterly clear on it. The number one predictor for happiness is relationships. And another thing that I have found on top of that over the years of working with very, very successful men is that most of them do not have enough high quality male friendships. When you go through a breakup, or you go through a couple of shitty dates, you're not getting the validation, the high-quality relationships with women that you like to have, then you don't even have men to spend time with. And even if you have some friends, maybe they're friends that you grew up with from high school, but they're not into interpersonal development as much as you are. They're not as open-minded. They wouldn't consider going to the gym as much as you. They wouldn't consider booking coaches as you have in other areas of your life or mentors or consultants. They're a little bit more closed-minded. Maybe you have some, but you don't have enough. Let me ask you this. This is a bit of an unusual question. How many hours per week on average over the last month have you spent in the company of men who make you feel at home? Let me ask you this one more time and genuinely, genuinely reflect on this. How many hours per week on average over the last four weeks have you spent in the company of high-quality men who make you feel at home? And if the answer is not enough then you should do something about that. And obviously, the way you communicate with men to attract them is different to the way you communicate with women and attract them. 
But if you learn to communicate your personality more authentically, more on, you let go of this politically correct nonsense and actually let your true self shine through while studying the psychology of attraction and learning certain principles of certain best practice principles and you get more high quality dates with the right kind of women, then life can get really, really good and you'll feel at home in the world because that is my mission. My mission, obviously we are all partially selfishly motivated, aren't we? But not fully. Some people say human beings are entirely selfish. I don't believe that for one second because there's people in your life that you've done things for without any expectation of getting thing, any, anything in return. So obviously we're all partially selfishly motivated, but we're all partially not selfishly motivated. Call it my selfish motivation or my selfless motivation, I couldn't care. But part of my mission in this world is to help people, to help men feel at home in this world. And part of that is coming down, coming home to a beautiful woman after a long day of working or spending time with high-quality male friends. And if you want me to help you with that personally, then simply apply for a free initial consultation call. During that call, we're going to take an exact in-depth look at your personal situation. We're going to see, okay, what is it that you need to work on? And then we'll find out if and how I can help you. I sincerely wish you all the best.